Who gave me permission to do this? <laughs> oh my god. Sometimes we're gonna laugh and sometimes we're gonna cry. That's just the way it goes. Welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast for everyone and anyone who is seeking their purpose, who wants to change but might feel stuck. Our title is a perfect example of why you should not judge a book by its cover. Jackie aims to help everyone, not just females. Learn to dig deep into yourself in every episode and get real with what you need as we figure out exactly what that is. Whether it's a relationship or a career, we as individuals make stupid mistakes, although our wiser higher self always knew better. We must get to a place where we can accept our stupid and move forward into our wise. Here is your host, Jackie Minsky. Hey guys, welcome to Stupid Wise Girl, the podcast. If you are new, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you are with me for a while, thank you so, so much for coming back. This is episode 49, which means we are one week away from the big 50. Super excited for many, many reasons. Now, as you may know, my podcast is about manifestation. I'm sorry if you are new, this podcast is about manifestation. If you're with me, as you know, this podcast is all about manifestation, law of attraction, how to stay in alignment, how to stay positive, disciplined, all those things. So it's so interesting and so amazing that episode 50 will be coming out on Friday, Valentine's Day. Even more special that the guest, Jessica Harlow, played a huge role in with me starting my podcast. So the fact that episode 50 is on Valentine's Day and Jessica Harlow is the guest for that episode is straight vortex fun. For those that are not familiar, the vortex is the spiritual place of when you are in alignment with your manifestations, with your energy. It's You're in a space called the vortex. You are in the vortex. So Jessica and I, one day about a year ago, were joking around and backstory, I am a fan of Jessica for a while now. And when I started my podcast, she was so helpful, so amazing, so humble, really amazing, beautiful girl inside and out. And we were just talking and we built an online friendship. And over time, you know, we would talk on social media. So one day, exactly a year ago, we happened to be joking about the vortex. And when two powerful manifestors discuss things, energy moves faster. Now, I don't want to give too much away. I need you guys to tune into episode 50 to hear what we manifested, but it's super special that Jessica Harlow is episode 50 because she and I, two powerful manifestors, made something really interesting happen in reality by something as simple as joking. So, Valentine's Day, Jessica Harlow, episode 50, the big five zero, super fun episode. So get ready for that. But I really want to take episode 49 and talk about all the things I have learned about myself in this process and stepping into my power. If you're with me for a while, then you may have heard some of the things that I might repeat today. But either way, I always try to word it differently to keep it interesting, keep it fun. Plus, I always add things to it because every day we're learning and you know, getting to know ourselves more. So I'm going to start with number one. The number one thing I really learned is 
how to be in tune with my intuition. And I have to tell you that, and if you're with me for a while, I know this is a little repetitive, but I do apologize. I have to go over certain things because this is a breakdown of things I've learned. Your intuition is something that it's a relationship. You have a relationship with self. And when you start to trust self, your higher consciousness, which by the way, there is, and this is something I learned recently, there is our conscious, which is basically our avatar, if you want to call it. On a day-to-day basis, it's the things we do every single day. We wake up, we have the same routine, we do things on a conscious level. Our subconscious is our driving force. Okay, so the subconscious makes you believe or not believe if you're able to do something in the conscious or are you worth doing something in the conscious. And your subconscious is where you break the patterns to do something in the conscious. But I learned recently from a book I am reading that I will put in the show notes for this episode in description, as well as on JackieMinsky.com. We did launch the website, so we're adding a lot to it, but JackieMinsky.com is officially live. Please subscribe to the newsletter as well. So I'll put the notes in there, but I'm reading a book, and I had no idea about this, but it makes sense. So there's the conscious, the subconscious, and then I recently learned there's something called a super conscious. Your superconscious is where your intuition comes from. So what is a superconscious? Because when I saw this word, I was like, okay, tell me more. <laughs> Explain this to me. So your superconscious is pretty much what it sounds like. It's your highest potential. It's the visions you have when you imagine the best possible outcomes, the best life for yourself. It's the purest form of self. Your intuition comes from your superconscious. I know that's so interesting. That's why please try to read the book. It was like 60 cents on Amazon for Kindle. Really not that much and a great, great read. And pretty much when you close your eyes and you meditate or you get still with yourself and you try to tune into self, you will start getting answers from your super conscious. And that's why being calm and being still is super, super important because anytime you have frantic energy, it will only attract more crazy frantic energy. You need to know how to be still with yourself. And you need to understand that even though you can't control what happens, you have to control how you react. And that's going to take me to step number two. What I learned to do is become relentless. I take pain and I turn it into power and I'm relentless and I'm focused, I'm driven, I'm relentless. I'm just going after what I believe in with everything I have. And it's so, well, it's not funny, but it's ironic. When I was at my darkest hour and I was not yet relentless, I had a trainer who had a tattoo in huge letters of the word relentless. And I was like, okay, that's pretty much in my face. It's something I need to learn. And then a few weeks later, I had joined a boxing facility because I do box. I've been boxing for about three to four years now. And the name of the place was Relentless. And I was like, okay, this word's popping up and I guess I'm stepping into that word. And over time, I became relentless. But it was funny how when I was stepping into it, it was everywhere for me because I'm a believer in signs, by the way. But there's so many different ways to be relentless. And it's pretty much not taking your challenges and your defeats and holding them as trophies. What do I mean by that? A lot of the times, many people, 
take their defeats, and I said this in episode 47, how not to be bothered by external external forces, but I'm going to touch up on it a little bit again today. We take, well not we, maybe I used to, so I'm going to word it carefully because I don't want to do that anymore. Some people take their defeats, their challenges, and they hold it like a trophy. What that means is every single day they're going to talk about it, they're going to complain about it, but they're not going to do anything about it. That's not relentless. When you are relentless, you see what's in front of you. It's like a hurdle. It's like a hill. It's a mountain you have to climb. But you get ready to just pretty much get over it. So you have to learn the lesson in the pain and then disregard it completely. Like disregard it to the point where, okay, it happened, but we're not going to cry over spilled milk anymore. It happened. You're not, we're not doing that anymore. I'm like, I'm serious. If you guys are listening and you're going through something, no matter what it is you're going through, you have to sit with yourself. I say this over and over again because this is powerful. Turn your cell phones off. Get off social media. Start journaling. Start becoming relentless no matter what the challenges are. But also, I want to say something I also learned is becoming relentless is not just taking life's punches. Being relentless also means not procrastinating, which is number three. I learned that procrastination is actually taking me further away from being relentless. Why? Well, here's the thing. And if you are someone with me for a while, I do have an entire episode about distractions. If you're if you're new, I will post it as well on the show notes. Distractions are, they come in many forms. They can be temporary relationships. They can be parties. They can be drugs. They can be alcohol. Sometimes even sex. They're they're space holders. They're voids. So you're filling them with just about anything. You're not still with yourself. You're not feeling the pain. But there's also the day-to-day procrastination where you know you should be doing something But one of your friends calls you and you pick up that phone call and you waste 30 minutes to an hour of not being productive when you should have been doing something that would benefit your future. And I recently learned how to say no and not even pick up the phone if I'm doing something for myself. It's not selfish unless unless it's an emergency and someone texts me like, hey, I need you, please pick up your phone if they see I'm not answering. Unless it's an emergency we have to learn how to say no and say yes to ourselves. This is what it means. I've heard that before and I was like, what is like, okay, I get it, but I never actually participated in the act of saying no. I would always say no to myself. So if I was recording the podcast or if I was writing an article, if I was working on the website and I got a phone call, I would pick it up. And then I was like, oh, I don't have the same like energy. Like, Now I don't have the same momentum to work on what I was supposed to be working on. So if you're in the middle of doing something for yourself and it's important and you feel that momentum going, say no when a distraction calls, texts, even a text message can be a distraction. Even a meme, if someone sends you a meme, because I get memes all the time from my friends on, on Instagram, if someone sends you something, put the phone away, don't open it, don't open it, keep your momentum and stop procrastinating, keep your momentum going. I really learned not to procrastinate and that's been a huge game changer for me I also learned and this is something I really love and many relationship experts might disagree with me and that's okay this is more of a spiritual point of view and and not um, a realistic 
relationship point of view. Now, I don't even like the word relationship, and I'll tell you my opinion on it before I get into what I've learned. A relationship, it's... It's kind of like, okay, like I'm dating, let's say someone, and then we break up in a week, that person might enter another relationship. And people do this all the time. It's like a hookup culture in modern dating. I have an episode about that as well. Modern dating is full of relationships. When you want something solid, when you want something with a really, like you would never build a house on quicksand. So why would you ever want a relationship on quicksand? So... That takes me to the next thing I learned. Give love freely without expectations. What that does is very, very powerful. And in episode 48, I did say this, but when you are love, when you know that you are coming from a place of love, regardless of what people are doing or how they're treating you, over time what starts to happen is you start disarming people as well as potential enemies. I know that sounds really crazy, but I think, and I'm a believer, if you start seeking revenge, you're stepping into the negative energy fields and you're creating and you're participating in bad energy. So now if you and your enemy are coming at each other, you both have the bad energy, it's going to keep going and it's not going to end well. Not only is it not going to end well, but if you know me, you know I'm a believer in destiny as well as free will. However, However, I didn't say this before and I'm going to say it now. Free will splits up into two roads, but they both wind up at destiny. Destiny is a destination. Free will has two roads. So whenever you're participating in bad behavior or negative behavior or dealing with drama, I want you to imagine yourself on the road that every time, and I said this to one of my friends and I loved it so much I decided I was going to record it. Anytime you participate in drama or negative behavior or you're reactive, not proactive, which I do talk about, I want you to imagine yourself climbing up a mountain and picking up really heavy rocks that are going to weigh you down and slow your energy and your speed to your destiny because grudges, bad energy, bad thoughts, all those things circling around you are just heavy on your soul. You're not really going to be in alignment and you're not going to be on the other road. So on the other road, it's a clean road of no resistance. What does that mean? So like I said, two roads, one is you with the negative energy, you with the rocks, picking them up, making it a really heavy load for yourself. And then there's the other road, which is a peaceful road to no resistance. And that's why it's very important to show love without expectations. What that does is super powerful. First of all, what that does is it allows you to observe people for who they are and never have to beg someone or ask someone to be more than they are because that's not healthy. So whether it's romantic or friendship, if you just are yourself and naturally, and I think Will Smith said it, you know, be yourself and, you know, the people that are meant to be in your life naturally, you know, will gravitate towards you, something along those lines. It's very true. When you're on the road of no resistance, you meet all kinds of people. And some people 
no matter how much time has gone by, you naturally gravitate in each other's lives and you build solid friendships over a long period of time. Real foundations are not built on quicksand, again, whether friendship or romantic. Nothing good is built quickly. Super important. So when you're on the road of no resistance and you give love freely, you are just pretty much relentless going towards your destiny, focusing on what you need to be doing. And it's kind of like in Forrest Gump when he's running and the people that decide to have his back and cheer him on, you know, eventually they all wind up behind him. It's the same thing when you're just naturally a good person, have good intentions, have a pure heart, you will win because the right people will show up. And also, you will see reciprocation. And that's the most important thing in any relationship. When you can observe when you can observe, I think I said it right, when you can observe people and see if they're reciprocating your energy and giving it back and it's a mirror without you begging or asking, then those are your people. And that kind of energy speeds up your manifestation, gets you to your destination quicker as opposed to someone else on the other road picking up really heavy weight of drama of forcing relationships anything forceful is a rock along the journey and so I want you guys to practice this because I told my friend to practice this anytime you're in a situation where you're you want to argue with someone or you want to do or feel something negative imagine you're picking up a really heavy rock on your journey to your destination put it down Put it down. Don't don't weigh yourself down. Put the weight down and choose the, the road of least resistance. Just be love. And believe me, you will disarm people with an open heart and kindness. If only we could just practice compassion. What that does is it actually, and I said this in episode 48 with my friend Anand, what happens then is you become almost like a role model for someone that is like a, I don't want to, like, someone that, I hate to use the word hate, but unfortunately in this world, there are people that hate people. Over time, the person with hate in their heart, if you don't pay them no mind, most of the time, most of the time, you are being an example for them of compassion. And over time, it's going to make them wonder, okay, well, this this feud, this argument's not that interesting anymore because they're not participating. Why am I the only one that's angry? You are going to allow someone with hate in their heart to point the finger at themselves because you're not a mirror. Now you're not their mirror. Now they can't look at you and find anything similar. Now they have to look at themselves because there's no anger, there's no hate coming from you. It's only coming from them. So now the finger that was on you gets turned around on them and they learn compassion, which is super, super important. So give love freely, whether it's in a relationship, a friendship, a potential even, you know, situation where there's a lot of um, dislike or hate with someone else just wish them well pray for them prayer is super important and wish them all the best and don't participate again when you participate you're picking up heavy heavy rocks on your journey now i promised you guys a really powerful epiphany that i had about manifestation and i'm going to share it with you and i think it's a perfect way to close out this episode but before i do that again i want to talk about the things that i learned 
I learned how powerful intuition is, how to listen to it. I learned how to be relentless and not have distractions, how not to procrastinate. And with all that, I learned how to give love freely without expectations. I think that's super important on this journey of life. Now I'm going to get into something that recently happened while I was meditating, doing deep, deep breath work. I had this crazy idea come to me. And if you are with me for a while, you know sometimes when I meditate, I ask Source, God, the Universe, Divine, any term you're comfortable with, to use me as a vessel to provide information. And that's exactly what happened. And I was like, you really want me to say this? And I slept on it for a few days. I was like, do I say this? Do I not say this? But I think it's super powerful. I don't know if anyone else has said it yet. So if they did and you heard it somewhere else, then it's just, you know, we're all in tune with the universe and maybe it's somewhere out there. But I don't think it is. I've never heard it. But this is what came to me. A manifestation epiphany. Okay, you guys ready? This is deep. So when you inhale and exhale, every minute you're inhaling and every minute you're exhaling. Manifestation and destiny and frequency, your breath is pretty much the law of the universe. What the hell is this crazy girl talking about, right? Okay, let me explain. When I inhale, I have the intention to take a deep breath. When I'm manifesting, I'm taking in my intentions. So I'm being clear on what I want and I'm taking my intentions in and I'm feeling it. When I take a deep breath, I hold my breath and I feel the breath. Same thing. When I'm manifesting, when I'm visualizing, I take it in and I feel it. But then what happens? After I take a deep breath, I exhale. I release it into the world knowing that God, Source, the Divine, on their time, in the next second, will provide me with what I need, which is my next breath. Same thing in manifestation with intentions. When you take that manifestation in, but then you let it out and you release it out, you know the universe, God, Source, Divine, will give it to you, will give it to you. Because you have released it, just like you released on your exhale. On that note, I think this was super, super deep. I hope you guys really enjoyed that manifestation epiphany. Please write to me at letswork at JackieMinsky.com. Don't forget to check out the website, JackieMinsky.com, as written on the podcast. It's a lot of Jackie Minsky's happening at the end of this episode. And don't forget to write me at... What is it? What is it? What's my Instagram? Jackie underscore Minsky on Instagram. And let me know what you guys thought about the manifestation epiphany. I'm really curious because when it came through, I was like, that's super spiritual, super deep. I have to share it. As always, I love you guys. Thank you so, so much for tuning in.